basketball the basketball segment of the fantasy fanatics podcast i'm your host once again james and i'm joined once again by nate and Mette. what's up boys what's up yo yo all right uh, in today's episode we're gonna hop into recapping the sunday night games um not all sunday night i think somewhere in the afternoon as well we'll recap those we'll look at some of the monday games that have finished and the ones currently in progress and then we'll move on to the fantasy basketball pickups for the week and then we'll i guess finish up with previewing tuesday's game slate and i guess just projecting winners for those games so um yeah let's just get right into it uh, starting with uh, the sunday recap we'll start with the first game milwaukee bucks being the new york knicks 112 to 97 um, it looks like Chris Middleton led the Bucks team with 24 points. Uh, Quentin Grimes uh, led the Knicks with 27. Uh, Bobby Portis led the Bucks with uh, 10 rebounds, while Randall, uh, Julius Randall led the New York Knicks with 10. Um, Yanis Antetokounmpo, 11 assists to lead the Bucks, and then Julius Randall with 7 to lead the Knicks. I guess, Mete, I'll just get to you on the Bucks. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on this win? Yeah, another uh, win for the Bucks. Business as usual. They've looked great ever since the big three has played together of Giannis, Chris Middleton, and Drew Holiday. That's their main three guys. And yeah, they're getting DiVincenzo back on Wednesday, I believe. So that's definitely going to help them. And they were off to kind of a shaky start. But like I said, the big three is back. Uh, DiVincenzo's coming back. They're looking like the champion uh, championship bucks. Yeah, for sure. They've definitely been really solid. They're now second in the East. Um, 18 and 10 record, really solid. I guess getting to you, Nate, on the Knicks, I guess what are your thoughts on them after this loss? I guess, I mean, the Bucks are a pretty good team, so it's tough to always, like, uh, bring your A game, but at the same time, they had three starters that didn't even score double digits. I mean, the Bucks are a tough team, but at the same time, um, some of their players are really good. Like Julius Randle, he can normally um, get way more than like 15 points and he only got eight. So, and Evan Fournier was pretty, was normally pretty good, but he hasn't really been playing to his potential and same with Nerlens Noel. So hopefully they can um, pick themselves up next time. Yeah, they definitely need to. They dropped to 12th in, 12th in the East, so um, they really need to, I guess, pick themselves up from there. Hopefully they can bounce back. I guess getting to the next game, Brooklyn Nets being the Detroit Pistons, 116-104. to 104, Another solid win for the Nets. Kevin Durant leads the Nets with 51 points. Huge game for him. Uh, Kate Cunningham with 26 to lead the Pistons. Then Kevin Durant had seven rebounds to lead Brooklyn. While Isaiah Stewart had 10 to lead Detroit. Um, Kevin Durant, nine assists uh, for the Nets, leading in all three major categories, and Kate Cunningham with six for the Pistons. I guess, Nate, I'll get to you on the Nets. I think this game's pretty much business as usual. Yeah, I mean, it is pretty much business as usual. Um, I noticed that Kevin Durant had um, the largest scoring load as the best scorer on the team. He had 51 points, so pretty impressive. Yeah, I guess considering James Harden uh, didn't play in this game, he kind of took Harden's point total and just put it on himself and just pretty much did uh, everything by himself. But yeah, Mete, I'll get to you on the Pistons. I mean, this team's last in the East. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, uh, 
they were actually doing good. They just get absolutely hammered in the fourth. They lost 30 to 13 in the fourth quarter. And then, <clears throat> sorry, uh, Jeremiah Grant, they lost him for, uh, they don't know how long right now. That's tough. He's their best scorer right now, or maybe second best because Kate's been very good. Uh, I was talking about how I want to see Isaiah Stewart play more. He played 40 minutes this game, so I'm happy to see that. And yeah, the absence of Grant's going to give guys like Hamidou Diallo, uh, Josh Jackson, some more minutes. And those are some unproven young players. So they got to take advantage and impress uh, Dwayne Casey. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is definitely a team where they're going to be exploring a lot of young guys, giving them opportunities to get more minutes. So yeah, um, I definitely think that's a good idea for them. I'm getting to the next game now, the Dallas Mavericks beating the OKC Thunder, 103-84. Getting to the stats here, Jalen Brunson uh, leads the Mavericks with 18 points, while Shai Gilgis Alexander had 18 to lead the Thunder. Jalen Brunson, nine, re- <laughs> nine rebounds to lead the, the Mavericks. And then um, Alexei uh, Pokusevsky had nine to lead OKC. Uh, Dorian Finney-Smith, five assists to lead Dallas, uh, while Shai Gilgis Alexander had five to lead the Thunder. Um, I guess, Mette, I'll start with you at Dallas. I guess, uh, what are your thoughts on this win? Yeah, it's a good win. I know the Thunder aren't great, but uh, the Mavericks are without Luka Doncic, their best player. And whenever he's missing, they go to Jalen Brunson as their starting point guard. He does great. So I'm a big fan of him. And yeah, Porzingis didn't have the greatest game. That's another uh, reason why I'm pretty impressed. And I'm noticing they're uh, playing Moses Brown more, who... If you guys remember last season, I think he had like 20 rebounds at halftime in one of the games. So, yeah, that's good to see. Yeah, for sure. Definitely some other guys getting opportunities and playing really well. So definitely really solid for Dallas. Uh, Nate, I'll get to you on OKC. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? I mean, they are still a young team. Um, They have a lot of ups and downs. They had, I think they had an an up game against the Raptors. They were able able to upset them, but unfortunately this is um, their down game. They were able to kind of keep up with Dallas a little bit in the first and third quarter, but when it came to the second and fourth quarter, it was really hard for them to catch up. Yeah, definitely. They're a young team. They're a step below some of these other big teams in the West, so definitely understandable, and hopefully they can just, I guess, bounce back in their next game. Um, getting to the next score here is San Antonio Spurs uh, being the New Orleans Pelicans 112 to 97. Um, it looks like Brandon Ingram led the Pelicans with 27 points. Derek White, 24 to lead the Spurs. Jonas Valanciunas, 12 rebounds to lead the Pelicans. While Jakob Pertl had 12 to lead the Spurs. Brandon Ingram, nine assists to lead the Pelicans. And DeJounte Murray had 10 for the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, Nate, I'll start with you on San Antonio. Um, I guess, what are your thoughts on them getting this win? Um, really impressive job. Um, I know the, the Pelicans, um, they haven't been doing the best, but they do have some talent on this team. Um, they're missing um, Zion, of course, but they still have um, Brandon Ingram, who got 27 points, and they were still able to, um, I guess, outscore the Pelicans. So pretty good job. Yeah, for sure. Um, obviously, the Spurs aren't really um, in a favorable spot at the moment, but I guess every win is just a chance for them to gain ground. I guess, Matty, I'll get to you on the Pelicans. And yeah, this team pretty much uh, bottom of the West at this point, but what are your thoughts? 
Yeah, they're having a tough season, and I'll just get to their positives. I like Herbert Jones. He didn't have a great offensive game, but I always notice the defensive stats from him is there. So he's only a rookie. The offense will get better. Uh, Valanchunas, he's a walking double-double. We know that. And then another negative, I guess, uh, Devontae Graham. He's been pretty uh, – he hasn't been playing the best lately, so they need more out of him. He's a good player, uh, definitely way better than – eight points, two assists, you can get more out of him. And the setback to Zion is really tough for them as he's their franchise guy. So they need him back as quick as possible. Yeah, for sure. Um, definitely really tough for that team. Um, hopefully when or if Zion does come back, they'll sort of get a boost from that. Um, I guess getting to next game, um, the Minnesota Timberwolves being the Portland Trailblazers, 116 to 111. I'm looking at the leaders here. Um, leading the Timberwolves in points is Anthony Edwards with 24. And then Ann Fernie uh, Simons leading the Trailblazers with 26. Carl um, Anthony Towns, 10 rebounds to lead the Timberwolves, while Larry Nance Jr. leads uh, the Trailblazers with 12. And then um, D'Angelo Russell, five assists to lead Minnesota, while Damian Lillard had six to lead Portland. Um, I guess, uh, Mete, I'll get to you on Minnesota. It's a pretty big win here for them. Yeah, it's a big win, and they're pretty impressive this season. I like the way they're headed. Vanderbilt's been great. Uh, same for uh, Patrick Beverly. He's a great addition to the team. Not the flashiest guy, but he's like a heart and soul type of player. He plays really hard. And, uh, yeah, you hate to play against a guy like that, but you love to have him on your team, so... Uh, the Timberwolves, like I said, I'm impressed with them as they're looking much better this season. Yeah, for sure. And I guess getting to you, Nate, uh, on Portland, I guess, what are your thoughts on them? And I guess uh, how they've been slumping? I guess for Portland, this would kind of be a disappointment considering um, they're a playoff team that can um, get to at least a second second rounds when they're um, fully on. But at the same time, Damian Lillard hasn't really been healthy for the past couple of weeks um he just came back he did have a good game so i uh, can't really knock him and fernie simons had a really good game as well but i guess just kind of um the rest of the team um not everyone was able to get um double digits in in scoring but i still think this is not really too bad of a loss as the timberwolves are on an upswing right now yeah, for sure. Timberwolves are playing really well, and I guess Portland, I guess, needs to turn things around and get healthy, obviously. Um, getting to the last game on the Sunday slate here, it's the LA Lakers beating the Orlando Magic uh, 106-94. to um, I guess the leaders here, um, LeBron James leading the Lakers with 30 points, Cole Anthony 21 to lead the Magic. Uh, LeBron also leading the Lakers uh, with uh, 11 rebounds, while Robin Lopez had 9 to lead the Magic. And triple-double for LeBron. He has 10 assists to lead the Lakers, while Cole Anthony has five to lead the Magic. Um, Nate, I'll get two on the Lakers. I guess big return for LeBron and, I guess, big win for the Lakers. Yeah, uh, it was pretty impressive. They were able to um, outscore the Magic um, in the third quarter right after the half. I guess they made an adjustment at halftime. They were able to... Um, get a lead and they were able to keep it even with the magic trying to make a comeback so really good job 
Yeah, definitely. Um, I guess, you know, LeBron being in the lineup, uh, he got boosted, sort of gave the team a boost. Uh, they've been slumping a little bit. Hopefully they're now on the right track. I guess, Matty, I'll get to you on the Magic. Um, they're near the bottom of the East as well. I guess, what are your thoughts on this team? Yeah, another team that's having a tough season, but I'll talk about some positives for them. Cole Anthony, he's having a great sophomore year. Franz Wagner, amazing rookie season. He's usually good for steals, but this game, he didn't have it. His offense is not the most consistent right now, but he had a good offensive night on this game. Wendell Carter also has been great for them. So, yeah, I think they're headed in a, in a nice direction. They're missing Jalen Suggs right now, who, who also is a rookie. He's been kind of inconsistent, but they're already struggling, so... Uh, the more uh, experience their young guys get, the better for them for the future. Yeah, we talked about this with the Pistons, with OKC, some of these other teams. Get those young players out there, give them the exposure, give them the minutes, and then they'll continue to develop. So hopefully Orlando can just keep doing that uh, moving forward. Um, I guess we'll move now to the Monday slate, take a look at some of the games that have finished as we're recording. Uh, Cleveland Cavaliers beating the Miami Heat 105-94. to uh, Looking at the stats here, Kevin Love led the Cavs with 23 points. P.J. Tucker led the Heat with 23 also. Um, and then both of them had nine uh, rebounds to lead their respective teams. And then in terms of assists, Ricky Rubio, seven to lead the Cavs. And then P.J. Tucker had five to lead Miami. Um, Matty, I'll start with you on Cleveland. I guess pretty big win here. Yeah, these guys are fourth seed right now. That's insane. Uh, they're having a great year. Mobley, he's looking like the real deal. He's a seven-footer who can put the ball on the floor. He's got good handles. And he's kind of reminding me of uh, Kevin Durant. He can shoot the three, so he's got a bright future. And yeah, like I said, their fourth seed, no one was expecting that. Kevin Love is having a great resurgence this year. He's off the bench, but he's having uh, great games every time I check the box score. And yeah, uh, they're doing all this without Colin Sexton. So I think they've got a bright future. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Like, this team has been really solid. Um, what can I say? They've gotten a lot deeper uh, over the summer. Uh, if you look at their starting lineup and their bench, even without Sexton, like they have a lot of really good players, really solid guys. Um, yeah, and they got a big win here. I guess, Nate, I'll get to you on Miami. Um, I know they were out uh, some players here, but I guess what are your thoughts? Yeah, they were missing um, Jimmy Butler. They're missing um, Bam. And the Cavaliers, they're a pretty um, big team. I think Miami is a little bit smaller um, than the Cavs overall. They do have like Dwayne Edmund to try to match size, but other than that, it's a little bit um, tough. So that might have been, um, I guess, a contribution to it. But on the bright side, PJ Tucker got 23 points. I think that's really impressive considering he is known more as, as a more defensive player. Yeah, I mean, I think we talked about the Heat over the summer as we feel like they lost a lot of depth. And I think it kind of shows here where they just couldn't match up with a deep team like Cleveland. Um, I think both teams, they were down their, their top players. And um, obviously, Cleveland, they look a lot deeper and they're playing a lot better right now. So hopefully Miami, uh, if they can swing a deal at some point before the deadline um, to get a little bit deeper, hopefully they can do that if they definitely want to make a run in the playoffs. 
Um, moving on to the next game, Golden State Warriors beating the Indiana Pacers, 102 to 100. Close game here. Um, the leaders for this game, Steph Curry leads the Warriors with 26 points. Demantis Sabonis, 30 to lead the Pacers. Um, Draymond Green, nine rebounds to lead the Warriors, while Sabonis had 11 to lead the Pacers. Um, Steph Curry, six assists to lead Golden State, while Malcolm Brogdon had eight to lead the Pacers. Um, Nate, I'll just get to you on the Warriors. I guess this is just pretty much another win. It's another win, but I feel like this was um, a win that was a little bit more hard fought than usual. Normally, the Warriors are the steamrolling people, but this Pacers team um, decided to play like there was the Pacers team from last year. So the Warriors had to try to guess, dig a little bit deeper, and they did. Yeah, for sure. And I guess, Mati, I'll get you on the Pacers. I think this is a pretty good effort. I guess, what are your thoughts? Yeah, great effort. Warriors are one of the best teams and they only lose by two. So uh, they're thinking of blowing it up. And yeah, I guess that could be the play. But honestly, like I said before, I like their roster. It's just, it's not working. So yeah, maybe blow it up. But definitely this is a good showing as they only lose by two to the Warriors. Yeah, definitely. Uh, I guess they got to explore all options. Uh, maybe not blow it up right away. Maybe see if you can add some pieces. But yeah, definitely really solid effort. I can agree with that. Uh, we'll move on to the next game. Toronto Raptors being the Sacramento Kings 124-2101. I'm looking at the scores here. Uh, Chris Boucher led the Raptors with 17 points. Darren Fox with 29 to lead the Kings. Um, Utah Watanabe had uh, 10 uh, rebounds to lead the Raptors, and Marvin Bagley had 11 uh, to lead the Kings. Um, uh, Delano uh, Banton had uh, six assists to lead the Raptors, while Davion Mitchell had six uh, to lead Sacramento. Um, I guess, uh, Matty, I'll start with you. I guess talk a little bit about both teams. All right, so the Kings, yeah, uh, looks like another typical season for them. Unfortunately, as it's a tough loss, but uh, De'Aaron Fox, he had a great game. He tried his best to carry offensively. But, yeah, something about the Kings is off, and uh, they might have to – I don't know. Their team is pretty young. I guess maybe, like, trade Harrison Barnes. They're older players. I know they want to get rid of Marvin Bagley. And, yeah, I guess after those trades, you just see what happens for the Raptors. Uh, it's a good win. Uh, the, the starting lineup, everyone had double-digit points, so really balanced uh, offensive showing for the team. Like you said, Banton had six assists. I love his playmaking ability. And Gary Trent Jr., this guy is a uh, steals machine. I see him get steals almost every game. Uh, yeah, the Raptors, I'm impressed. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'll get to you, Nate. Uh, I guess you can talk about both teams as well. I guess overall this was kind of, um, I feel like maybe this was kind of more of a, a coaching thing. Um, I guess Nick Nurse decided to, um, I guess, go a little bit deeper into the roster. And I guess uh, the Raptors have a little bit better chemistry than the Kings that might explain uh, why the score was so large but um, I guess for the most part 
like Mete said, De'Aaron, De'Aaron Fox had a good game, but there were some players that normally play better, like Ty- Tyrese Halliburton. Um, he's way better than his stat line suggests. Harrison Barnes is way better than what his stat line suggests. Um, Marvin Bagley played okay, but I feel like he still hasn't hit his um, potential yet, if that makes sense. So I feel like um, maybe they need a coaching change instead of a roster change, if that makes sense. Yeah, um, definitely. And then I guess just getting to the Raptors, um, they are getting closer to 500 one game away um, now. And um, yeah, they're, they're playing a lot better than they were earlier in the year. Obviously, they are healthier. Siakam's here and um, hopefully they can get some of their guys that are banged up. Uh, obviously, OGN and Obi is like the main piece that they need to get back. And yeah, um, they definitely have a chance of getting into the play in and potentially the playoffs. So um, hopefully we'll see that from them. Um, I guess getting to the next game here, uh, we have the Boston Celtics being the Milwaukee Bucks, 117 to 103. Um, looking at the stats uh, for the Celtics, Jason Tatum led them with 42 points. Uh, Yanis and Ted Akumpo led the Bucks with 20. Um, Pat Connaughton, nine rebounds to lead the Bucks. Grant Williams had seven to lead the Celtics. Drew Holiday, eight assists to lead the Bucks, while Marcus Smart had 11 for Boston. I guess, Nate, I'll just get to you on the Celtics. I guess, what are your thoughts? really impressive game especially against a dominant Bucks team um Celtics they've been a little bit down um num- I guess being 10th in the east is probably not where they they've seen themselves but they didn't play like um 10th in the east uh Jason Tatum went off um playing like the student of Kobe as I guess he's portrayed as so hopefully he has more 42 point games it's really fun to see yeah, he is a really great player, great young player, really fun to see. Mete, I'll get you on the box. We talked about them winning their last game. I guess, is this a back-to-back? Is that why they, they lost this game? Yeah, I was going to say that. Uh, that definitely plays a factor, but uh, Chris Middleton had a really rough night. He's way better than four points. And yeah, I guess the back-to-back, uh, they were on the road. A couple of factors there, so... It happens, you know, uh, you can't win every game. Yeah, I definitely agree. Can't win every game. Um, you know, Boston just came in prepared to play and maybe the Bucs were a bit tired. I guess you just bounce back for the next game. Um, and then, yeah, that's it for all the games that have been completed. The one's still in progress. Um, it looks like Houston is wrapping up a victory over the Atlanta Hawks. It's not finished quite yet. They're still in the fourth quarter. Um, and then uh, some of the other games still in the fourth quarter, we have the Grizzlies up on the 76ers. In the third quarter, we have the Mavericks up on the Hornets. Um, in the second quarter, we have the Nuggets up on the Wizards. And then game that's just getting underway um, is the Phoenix Suns at the LA Clippers. They have not tipped off just yet. Um, so yeah, we won't be covering these games. We're going to move right into the fantasy basketball pickups. I guess, Nate, I'll start with you. Who's your guard pickup for the week? I guess my first one is going to be um, Frank Jackson. He's only about uh, 7% rostered, if I uh, remember correctly, but I feel like he has um, some pretty good upside for deep leagues. All right, and uh, Matt Dale, move to you. Who's your guard pickup for the week? Yeah, so for guard, I have Rose O'Neill from the Utah Jazz. He's at 47 percent so he's just under 50 probably there for only shallow leagues but doesn't have the greatest numbers 
he's a great defender though. So steals, blocks, he'll get you those. He doesn't take bad shots. His percentages are high. Uh, his points are kind of low, but he gets pretty good rebounds, uh, decent assists. So I just like the fact that he covers pretty much all the categories. And uh, he's tri-position eligible as he's listed as a shooting guard, small forward, and power forward on Yahoo. All right. And I guess for my guard pickup, I have uh, Dante uh, DiVincenzo. Um, he's making a season debut um, supposedly on Wednesday. Um, I'm not sure if that's confirmed or not. He has not played a game yet this season, but he probably will come off the bench to start unless they really want to put him into the starting lineup. I know last year he averaged, what, around two three-pointers a game, 10 points, just over five rebounds, three assists, and he averaged a steal uh, per game. Um, so he was really solid. His percentages also uh, wouldn't hurt you. So he's a guy, if you're in a deep league, he's pretty much a must-add. If you're in a shallow league, you can take a look at him. I guess if you need stuff like, um, you know, decent rebounds, three-pointers, like if you need a guy that can do pretty much everything, he's like one of those guys. So definitely a good add. Um, Nate, I'll move to you. I guess who's your forward pickup for the week? I guess I've got uh, two guys for forwards. I'll talk about Luke Kennard first. Um, he's been having... Um, really good weeks uh, week so far. Um, he's been averaging 11 points, three rebounds, 1.9 assists. But his last game against Orlando, he got 23 points, three rebounds, and five assists. And I guess my second guy would be Eric Gordon. He's still only 30% rostered, and he just came off a 32-point game against the Hawks. So um, he should be available in almost every league. And if you need scoring, and threes, he's the guy you want to pick up. All right, uh, I'll get to you now, Matty. I guess who's your forward pickup for the week? Yeah, so for forward, I'm going with Nasir Little from the Portland Trailblazers. Uh, he's small forward eligible, 9% rostered, so you can probably find him in all leagues. And yeah, recently he's gone moved into the starting five. Uh, I think he replaces uh, Robert Covington. So, yeah, uh, that's definitely a positive for him. He's a pretty good scorer. He can shoot the three. His defensive numbers are solid as well, but I don't know. I like the fact that the Trailblazers are kind of struggling right now. There's a lot of rumors going on with Damian Lillard, and I feel like they might like uh, be sellers at the trade deadline, move some guys, and that would really benefit little as I think it would open up even more minutes for him. So yeah, I think he's a, a good guy to look at right now. All right. And I guess for my forward pickup for the week, I have Jay Crowder for the Phoenix Suns. He's around 40% rostered. Uh, he plays both forward positions. Um, honestly, he's been getting like over 30 points a night, uh, not 30 points, uh, 30 minutes a night. Um, getting double-digit points pretty much every game. I think four out of his past five games, double-digit points. Um, and he's a big that can shoot threes. I think three of those games, he had four three-pointers in each game. So he's he's really solid for that. Um, his percentages are not going to hurt you. Um, he gets a lot of rebounds, some assists. Uh, he gets quite a bit of steals for a big. I think in his past three games, he's had, like, what, five steals total? So pretty solid. Um, gets a couple blocks here and there as well. So I guess if you need a guy that can put up good point totals and other categories, definitely go pick up Jay Crowder. And then uh, Nate, I'll get to you. Who's your center pickup for the week? 
Uh, I've got a couple of guys at center as well. I guess I'll talk about Dwayne Dedman first. Um, he's about 33% rostered. I feel like um, you should pick him up mainly because he's going to have a lot more usage with um, Bam still injured. So it's going to give him some opportunities for to have some high upside games. Um, I think he got 10 points the last game, but the game before he got 20 points and 12 rebounds. So he's probably going to be mostly good for points and rebounds and it, his increase in usage is probably going to, I guess, um, make him worth picking up. And then the second guy would be, I guess, JaVale McGee. Um, again, good for points and rebounds. And he just came off a game where he got 21 points, 15 rebounds to assist uh, two blocks against the Celtics. So, yeah. All right. Uh, Mette, I'll get to use your center pickup for the week. For center, I went with P.J. Tucker of the Miami Heat. Power forward and center eligible. He's at 16% rostered right now, and we're just talking about him. He had a crazy game, 23-9-5, and and although uh, you probably won't get many of those games going forward, like Nate was saying right now, uh, Bam Adebayo is out. Uh, Jimmy Butler is out, so that's like the main reason why he's doing great, but yeah, I like the fact that he's kind of like Rose O'Neal. He's a good defender. He'll get you defense, uh, defensive stats. He doesn't take bad shots. So he's got a good field goal percentage. He can shoot threes. Can even get you assists at the center position. So yeah, he's a versatile player for fantasy. And I love that. <clears throat> All right. And I guess I'll finish up with my center pickup for the week. Uh, it is a Hassan Whiteside. He's around 25% rostered in Yahoo leagues. Um, he's been playing pretty solid uh, his last uh, couple games, double-double uh, in both games, um, 18 uh, points, 14 rebounds, 14 points, 10 rebounds. I mean, he gets a lot of blocks. He's averaging three blocks in those two games, uh, four blocks in one and two in the other. Um, his free throw and field goal are also pretty good as well. So um, the only issue I have with him is he's not getting a lot of minutes. His minutes are hovering between the 15 and 20 uh, mark, which is not that solid. But if he's putting up these kind of stats in limited minutes, he's still worth a look, uh, especially in deep leagues. So definitely go take a look at Whiteside. And then, uh, yeah, that's the end for our fantasy basketball pickups for the week. So we'll move right into the preview for Tuesday's game slate. Um, I guess we'll start with the first game here. Uh, the Golden State Warriors are at the New York Knicks. The Warriors are favored by four points. Um, I guess, Nate, I'll start with you. Uh, do you like the Warriors here or do you like the Knicks? I kind of uh, like the Warriors. Uh, the Knicks have a good roster on paper, but they haven't been doing too well. And I feel like the Warriors can score more than four. All right, Matt, I guess how about you? Which side do you like? Yeah, uh, same as Nathan. I like Warriors as well. Like he said, they're really struggling. They've got a good roster, but the Warriors are one of the best teams, so I'm trusting the Warriors. Yeah, I think I'll trust the Warriors here. I feel like the Knicks are a little overvalued here because they're at home. They haven't been playing particularly well. So, yeah, I think I will lean with Golden State. Um, one thing to be concerned about, I guess, is that the Warriors are coming off a back-to-back, but I guess the way they've been playing, I'm not too concerned about that. Um, moving to the next game, Toronto Raptors at the Brooklyn Nets. Nets are favored by eight and a half. Matty, I'll start with you this time. Uh, which side do you like? Uh, that's tough. I kind of like what I'm seeing from the Raptors recently, but they just played tonight and the Nets are at home, but it's kind of a bigger spread, so... 
Uh, let's just trust the Nets. They're one of the best teams in the league. Why not? All right, Nate, I'll get to you. I guess which side do you like here? I guess, yeah, like Mete said, it's kind of tough because um, the Raptors have been hot right now. The Nets are one of the best offensive teams in the league, but they're also a little up and down. I guess in term, it'll, I think it'll come down to kind of um, how hot James Harden and Kevin Durant are and also kind of how the center position works out. But I guess just to be different, I'll go with the Raptors. Right. And yeah, I guess just looking at this spread, um, keep an eye on Harden's status. I think if he's playing, you should be safe to go with the Nets. And if he's not, spread will probably come down. And then I guess you could pick a side. But yeah, assuming Harden plays, I'll go with Brooklyn. Yeah, they, they should be able to score. Um, I know the Raptors might put up a fight, but I think there's a chance that, you know, it just gets out of hand because, you know, the Raptors, they did play uh, Monday night and then Tuesday it's a back-to-back. So it is going to be tough. So I will lean with Brooklyn there. Um, and then the final game for Tuesday, uh, Phoenix Suns at Portland Trailblazers. The Suns are favored by two and a half. Uh, Nate, I'll start with you. I guess, which side do you like? Um, I guess I'll go with the Suns. Um, Portland has been struggling a little bit. Lillard's back, but um, I feel like um, Lillard isn't the weak link. He's the, he's the best player on the team. It's mostly just the team as a whole that's been struggling. And I feel like the Suns can get um, more than, I guess, two and a half. So I'll go with the Suns. Yeah, I think I'll have to agree. I mean, the Suns, they haven't had Booker, but they've still played really solid. Um, I can trust their team as a whole um, for two and a half points. I don't know, Mete, what about you? What are your thoughts? Yeah, I definitely agree. I feel like the Blazers, since they're at home, being a bit overvalued, like I said, uh, they're really struggling right now. And it's only two and a half points. So the Suns are definitely the play for me. All right. And yeah, that's pretty much the end of the Tuesday slate. I guess, uh, Mette, I'll bounce to you first. Any last thoughts? Yeah, uh, I'm really happy with what I'm seeing from the Raptors. Uh, They're playing great. And for the West, wow, the Jazz are on a seven-game win streak. So the number one seed from last year are catching fire. Look out for them. Yeah, we didn't really get to talk about the Jazz. I don't think they've had a game over this three-day stretch. So, um, yeah, good on them. Um, Hopefully they can continue their win streak even after that rest that they're getting. Um, I guess, Nate, um, any last thoughts for you? Yeah, I guess uh, real, really impressive. Uh, by the Jazz and the Warriors and the Suns. They've been the three best teams um, in the league, in my opinion. And I guess um, the Raptors, they've been on a little bit of an upswing. I kind of like the way that they uh, played tonight. They had multiple players um, over double digits. Uh, Pretty much everyone on their team, except like two guys, got uh, double digits, which is really impressive. So hopefully they could continue uh, playing the way they played tonight. Yeah, definitely. The West has been very competitive, a lot of good teams there. And then, yeah, um, we mentioned the Raptors, you know, getting closer to 500. Um, Yeah, they just got to keep pushing, grinding out wins. And, you know, they have a chance to make the play in and potentially the playoffs. So I guess really exciting stuff there. And yeah, that's going to be the end of this big time basketball episode. Uh, Check us out on Instagram and Twitter at FanFanPodcast. We've been posting picks for all the games uh, for NFL, NBA, and and NHL. So definitely go check that out. Um, The podcast is on YouTube, 
uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Just like, subscribe, share, hit the bell for notifications on YouTube, leave us a review, all that good stuff. And yeah, guys, um, small slate for Tuesday, but definitely exciting games coming up. And yeah, we'll talk to you guys on the next episode. Thank you.